Nudist camps often, uh, often advertise that they offer the three R's. Now, two of the three R's are rest and relaxation. What is the third R of the nudist camps? Uh, ready, wet. <laughs> I went to a garden party Reminisce with my old friend Chance to share old memories, play songs again. When I got to the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it's all right now. I learned my lesson well. See you. Can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself. People came from miles around, everyone was there. Yoko brought a walrus, there was magic in the air. Over in the corner, much to my surprise. Mr. Hughes hid in Dylan's shoes, wearing his disguise. But it's all right now. Learned my lesson well. See, you can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself. La da da. La da da da. them all the old songs I thought that's why they came no one heard the music didn't look the same I said hello to Mary Lou she belongs to me when I sang a song about a honky tonk it was time to leave but it's all right now learn my lesson well see you can't please everyone so you got to please yourself Closet door, and I'll step Johnny be good. Playing guitar like a ring and a bell, and looking like a shoe. Now, if you gotta play at garden parties, I wish you a lot of love. But if memories were all I sang, I'd rather drive a truck. And all right now. Learn my lesson well See you can't please everyone So you got to please yourself Oh yes, bring it oh, back. Oh, they, oh, feedback. Feed. I'm, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. All right, we're good. We're good. We're good, man. We're good. We don't have one of those modern technology studios here. We still turn dials and push levers and stuff like that. So and make the tint go here and there and brightness. Well, we could bring contrast. that big mixer over here, and I could be, we could look impressive anyway. Well, you gonna put it in your lap? <laughs> we'll sit it in his lap and let him sit there and look at yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. No, this 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 one's a little bit bigger than mine, but that's that's big enough. Yeah, well, love this turntable though. 
I hated getting rid of mine for four hundred bucks. You know that? Yeah. Well, you you have the you have the original. That's that's just that's an Audio Technica. Yeah. It, but it works. Work. This is good. Oh I, yeah, I think, darn actually. good it's little really turntables. Nice. Um, heavy too. Um, yes, anyway, Ricky very Nelson. heavy. We were talking about Ricky Nelson. You were saying that he died in nineteen eighty-five. Nineteen eighty-five at the age of forty-five. Yeah. So. In a plane crash. Yeah. But and it, so did Buddy Holly, the Big Bopper, Richie Valens, Patsy Cline. Who else? Nancy Klein was 30 when she died. I thought she was, she was older than that, but she was only 30. Well, no, she was older when she sang. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean... I, I mean, she wasn't a teenager when she sang crazy. Yeah. You know, and I, I watched her. We, we've got a video of uh, Patsy Klein, but she wasn't a real, she wasn't real pretty either. <laughs> well, no, she was a plain Jane, but yeah. just a nice plain Jane. But now, here you go again. This is what confuses me. They have some beautiful videos of Patsy Klein singing. Why couldn't they have done that with all the other artists? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like Janice, I find Joplin, man. <laughs> yeah, the best true. way, the That's best true. way to find videos of the old '50s stars is get the old rock and roll movies. You want to see Patsy Cline? I fall to pieces, crazy. Uh, after walking after midnight, what do you want to see? I think we're talking about Patsy. We should see a Patsy. I walking after midnight. I just a walking after midnight. Hey, here we go. Walking after midnight, Patsy Cline. Also made it to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Patsy Klein. The uh, date's right up there. Just as, uh, you ended that there, that 1963. Oh, sorry about that. Walking yeah. after midnight. Artist Patsy Klein. Okay. Anyway, so there you go, Patsy Klein. Name name that tune. Anyways, in are you gonna you, you, are you gonna take me back to my fifties again? 1963. She uh, she died in the plane crash with with Hawkshaw Hawkins and Cowboy Copas. I remember them both. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I was watching a video. You, I, you got, well, I got it upstairs. A little Patsy, Patsy Klein video you had, and uh, introducing her was Little Jimmy Dickens. 
I mean, I always get a kick out of him anyway. But back then, man, he was he looked like a little munchkin. What was the? <laughs> he looked like a hey, a little Jimmy Digger. What <laughs> song funny. was it? He did. He's hilarious. What? What song is it? He did. I don't know. Hit? I don't. I don't know what what one he would. I remember. Was that was he the one? With, that, see that that reminds me because you know I WPBK where I used to work there, very first radio station I ever worked at was a country station. And, and J. Ron used to bring back little Jimmy Dickens, and we used to bring him, bring him back here and sell tickets for a dollar fifty a piece or something. I don't know, but they would go see little Jimmy Dickens. May, may the bird of paradise fly up your nose. Was that Jimmy Dickens? Was that him? I don't know. I don't know. We don't have a country book here. No, so. I don't have a country book. You, you're, you guys are gonna have to tell us. But yeah, let me. But I remember him. But he was. Uh, well, he's, he's still he's still doing a lot of uh, videos with uh, Brad Paisley. You see oh, is he? Of, oh, yeah. Why? He's funny. Is he using the crutch or a cane or what? No. No, he's, no, he's still, still getting pretty, pretty well. good. Yeah. Somebody out there like me, huh? Still he's, going he's strong. His, I think he's in his 80s, I guess. And uh, he's, he's still oh, doing he's, well. Oh, he's older than me. Yeah. 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 He's older than dirt. He is. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, because I remember seeing him on those Patsy Klein videos and the bold black and white and real grainy looking and just in his little tiny, little <laughs> tiny guy. So you said he's a little guy like that, little guy that did... Uh, well, they called him little for a reason. It wasn't they didn't call him little one because he was a big guy. He what, was what's his guy. What's his name? The the guy that played in the uh, with Jackie Gleason in those movies there, the car movies, the sheriff. Oh, oh uh, yeah, 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 well, yeah. I can't remember now either. Uh, yeah, but the little guy that was in there, remember? Yeah. 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 But yeah, it was he was little like that? That's my point. You getting little like him? He was little than him. I think I was like about four foot. Well, you know, the, another one that wasn't very big was Bobby Helms. Yeah. I saw him in person, too, and he, you but know, I mean, short guy. You know, because Patsy Klein, she probably wasn't that big, but he looked he looked like like, like he would come up to here to Patsy Klein. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, you are little Jimmy. Nowadays, they give you <laughs> platforms to sit on, you know, yeah, or to stay in, and they don't show you down below so that your heights are the same. But, I mean, he look, he, he comes up to about about there on Brad Paisley, so probably Patsy Klein was... Klein was kind of a taller woman, I'm thinking. So. Boy, my wife surprised me the other night. We were watching something, advertisement, or people were talking, and something on TV we were watching. She said, yeah, I know who that is. And I said, ooh, she said, Brad Paisley. I'm going, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know who it was. Oh, really? No, she picked him right out. No, oh, Brad Paisley, yeah, we know who, I know who he is. But anyway, yeah, I, I love his stuff, good stuff. Brad Paisley, I think we should find Brad Paisley. What do you think? Now, let's, let's, let, let's continue talking about... Uh, Mr. Dick Clark. I think we should talk okay. a little more about Dick. All right. What else do we want to talk about with Dick Clark? Well, let's see. What year are we at here? Uh, I stopped here somewhere about uh, about the Casey Kasem thing. Okay. 82, uh, did Clark embarks on his most popular and legendary radio show. Oh, I did I talk yeah. about that. Yeah, you did. That. Okay. Clark began uh, co-hosting TV's Bloopers and Practical Jokes. I remember that show, and I forgot about it. It was, it was kind of like... Uh, like that show they do now, the AF, AF, uh, America's Funniest Videos, only it was bloopers and practical jokes. I assume it didn't go very long because I don't remember it. It was bloopers from like TV shows and movies and that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I, yeah. I think I remember that, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, where would I, where, okay, yeah, Clark begins his, uh, okay, bloopers and practical jokes with his friend and former neighbor, Ed McMahon. So, Evic Man had a lot of good friends, too, considering, because he really had no talent. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> he was an announcer. I, but he was a, well, he was a good announcer, I guess, but he really had no talent, you know? No, well, that's, he he announced, that's, you know. So, that's, that's why I got, I was offended when, uh, when Jim Riley said, you you're, you can be my Ed McMahon. It's like, uh-uh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I want to just sit there and go, oh, ho, 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 you're so funny. Anyway, I don't do that. I laugh a lot, but I don't just, you know, just agree with you. You know how I, uh, I spit on you yeah. again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait till I get to go to the dentist tomorrow. I'll be spitting all over you. All right, 1986, Clark, <laughs> Clark parts, can't read. Clark parts ways with uh, Mutual Broadcasting System and forms United Studios, United Stations Radio Network later to be known as Unistar, you remember that, which he uh, sells to Westwood One in 1994. Uh, a year later, he begins a, a new version of USRN, sticking with it until a uh, stroke in, in uh, 2004. 
uh, let's see, in 1989 through 93, Clark hosts the Miss USA telecast from 1989 to 1993, and the Miss Universe from 1990 to 1993. That guy, just he just didn't stop working, did he? No. It's kind of like we were talking about comparing the Beatles as far as, you know, Glennon and, and uh, Harrison and, and Ringo. They just kind of worked when they wanted to, but Paul McCartney just kept the bus. Kept on going. It. Yeah, kept the bus in it, so... Well, I enjoyed it. So anyway, we got uh, 1990. Clark is inducted into the Rock and Roll Art of the Radio Hall of Fame for his role in American Bandstand. 92, Clark is inducted into Broadcasting Magazine Hall of Fame. In 93, Clark is inducted into the Academy of Television Arts and Science Hall of Fame. And uh, also in 93, Clark is inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a non-performer in uh, recognition Category in the recognition category, yeah, of of his decades of service and influence on the music industry, which he definitely had. In 1994, Clark receives a Daytime Emmy Lifetime Achievement Award. In 2000, due to the Millennium, ABC. I didn't realize this, but in 2000, um, due to the Millennium, remember they were all scared about the computers crashing and all that good stuff. It said that uh, the ABC bunch of idiots. Yeah, (laughs) were too. Uh, Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve. For one year, uh, it didn't uh, didn't appear, didn't happen. So uh, ABC had uh, 2000 today. Despite his limited uh, role, Clark still receives a Peabody Award for his hosting of the special. Did I speak again with Peabody? No, no, you're fine. <laughs> Peabody was just fine. You're Peabody. <laughs> you might want to wipe off your uh, <laughs> your thing there. There's a spit guard here, huh? Uh, oh, and man. he's going to go to the dentist tomorrow. Oh, no, God, Glad we're doing the show it's, today. It's, it's gonna, I'll be so happy when I get my... Uh, my wait till my you see it. Wait till you see him with no teeth. Oh, jeez. I'll be wearing a bandana. Bad enough with teeth. I'll be wearing a bandana. Oh, Over your mouth, I, I hope. Yeah. 2002, 2005, Clark produces the NBC period uh, drama American Dreams. The series runs for three years and launches the career of Britney Snow. But who would have Snow, uh, who plays a regular on American Bandstand? Uh oh. 2003, the American Music Awards marks their 30th anniversary. Clark also produces a bloopers package to celebrate ABC's 50th anniversary. 2004, after Clark suffers a stroke in early December, he is forced to call in a substitute for the um, Rockin' New Year's Eve thing, the 32-year history. And calls in. Who do you call in? Casey Kasem. No. no. Who do you call? <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot his name. <laughs> He's still doing it now, right? The... No, no. Oh, no. Oh, okay. I was thinking of the guy that's uh, doing helping him do it now. Yeah. yeah. Who was that that's helping him do it now? Um, but I forgot the name. I just dropped it. Yeah. I I, know it's, I can't think of it either. Well, oh, jeez. Oh, uh, Come Ryan on. Seacrest. Oh, well, yeah. Seacrest. Name. I thought it was Seacrest. I had, no, I probably when you tell me, I'll probably remember it. Regis Philbin. Yep, Regis. Philbin I don't remember in. Regis yep, stepping in, in uh, allowing Clark to focus on uh, recuperating. And then 2005, Clark returns to New uh, Rock and New Year's Eve, producing and co-hosting uh, that edition. But this year with with Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. So. Right. Well, yeah, I don't. I didn't remember that either. That Regis Philbin did it. Of course, Regis was big then too. You know what? I probably watched it and just forgot that uh, he right. was in it. Right. Because my wife and I used to love to watch Regis and Kathy. Yeah. Sorry, and I'm sorry about that. Sorry about what? That you like to watch Regis and Kathy. No, I did too. I used to oh watch yeah. It too. yeah. Oh, we lived and died with that show. Did you? Well, I didn't. Yeah. I went that far. And then it went to. Uh, I did have a big crush on Kathy though until she yeah. started opening her mouth a little bit too much. Yeah, well, she that. does that today too well, on uh, Holden, and but uh, she's still yeah, a good old Christian girl, so. Yeah, okay, whatever. We'll keep those She's people, all right. She's keep okay. Keep those people in Mexico working. Yep. Yep. <laughs> She's all right. And then, uh, and then they got Kelly, and my wife didn't like Kelly at all. So. I say I like Kelly. My, my wife didn't like Kelly either. Well, Kelly, my wife, always, hot. my wife always thought Kelly was trying to move Regis out. I would rather see her than Regis anyway. But anyway, um, 2000, I think she does a really good job when they do the Bewitch commercial, the, the commercial where she's throwing stuff and tossing it in the basket. Kelly. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I lost my place. Uh, Clark begins producing the You Golden did that Awards. for quite a few years back. 
Clark begins uh, producing the Golden Globe Awards in 2005. This guy has a stroke, and he's still he's still producing all this stuff. Well, yeah. Well, stuff. he still could think. He just couldn't talk I too know, well. Still, come on. You know, I guess we can't we're, we can't retire. We're doing this right. Um, you yanked me out of retirement to do this. 2007, Clark sells Dick Clark Productions to Washington Redskins owner Daniel Snyder for 175 million. 2008, still recording. now you know where the American Bandstand videos are. Yeah, well, I, w- I wonder. Did he? he well, he, he sold the company, but did Dick he Clark Productions. The... I'm sure that included the American Bandstand stuff. It must be. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see when they when they come out. Uh, 2000, okay, 2008, still recuperating from his stroke in 2004. Clark produces the Red Carpet Show for the 2008 AMAs, American Music Awards. Uh, 2010, Clark is moved to tears at the 37th Annual Daytime Emmy Awards, where he is honored by Ryan Seacrest's recap of his decade of work, or decades of work. 2011, Clark performs his final New Year's Eve production, uh, countdown rather, in April 18th. 2012, Dick Clark dies of a heart attack at age 82. Yep. So, there you go, Dick Clark. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing career. For Well, you know, we talk about every man having talent. He, Dick Clark had talent. He had he had the talent of, uh, of, of making everybody like him. I mean, he was just a, such a likable guy. Everybody liked the guy. Like you were saying, that's a, he was yeah, he respected yeah. people. Yep, he respected the the kids. He treated the kids very well. I remember, like I said, very short uh, uh, relationship on the show, stuff like that. But the short period of time I was on there, I don't remember him having any clashes or, or, or bad words or anything. Yeah. Or even get up, getting upset. Most of the time he was laughing. Yeah. Hey, jokes and little things some of the artists would stay or something that would happen. You know, something that would happen. Which didn't get on camera, but we were there during everything that was going on, you know. You know, I never, I never could understand why he, he did the last few Rock and Eve's though when it with the stroke like that though. I just thought it in his blood. He just I know, but I just look at me was, still being DJ. You know what I mean? Yeah, but didn't he think people made fun of him? I don't think he cared. I think there, he knew there's enough people out there that respected him. Yeah. He had that respect, and people would expect him to keep on going on. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, when I looked at him, I just kind of, I felt, I just felt sad. Just, well, yeah, that, naturally, that's a natural thing, yeah. to, to feel sad, because you knew him the way he was. Yeah, because you know he didn't need to do it. You know, he had yeah, he could have ba- he could have backed off and said, ah, to hell with this, you <laughs> he know. He had enough money, so it wasn't yeah. the money, that's for yeah. sure. But anyway, so, okay, so that was Dick Clark. That was, that was good old Dick Clark. Boy, I know I'm coming to the end of my days now that I know he's gone. Jeez. Well, you still got to take over the Rock and New Year's Eve party because Ryan Seacrest just does not do the job. You think he'll, I can, he'll, he'll never I can be, do that? He'll never be Dick Clark. I mean, he's, you know, just, he just doesn't. No, I thought that Casey Kasem would come the closest, uh, music-wise, to being like Dick Clark. Yeah, yeah. And now I don't know what he's doing now. I don't know what he's doing anymore. Probably retired. Got that eight-foot... Amazon blonde woman that he's with. So. Yeah, I don't know anything about her, so don't know a thing about her. Well, another person that passed away that I wanted to share a little bit with you because you said you never you never seen or heard her is uh, Eva Cassidy. Right. Yeah, you were telling me and, about that. And uh, I just I don't have any. I got some pictures of her. I don't really have any videos of her because of the reason that she she never made any videos because she was never a star. She was never a huge star. She was uh, known by a lot of people, but uh, her music pretty much was. People heard about her more after she died, kind of like. I'll bet you there's somebody out there that's got videos of her, though. Well, there is some videos of her. Yeah. We can, we, there is some on, on YouTube that are actually kind of grainy, but they're actually pretty good. Uh, I can I can find one for you, but this is one here right now that I'll I'll, I'll do for you that I put together. But yeah, there is there is videos of her out there. So this is Eva Cassidy. Falling leaves 
drift by my window. The falling leaves of red and gold. I see your lips, the summer kisses. Next, her next song. Next you want to watch it or you want to? Okay. When the west wind moves, Very to the this is the one she did uh, the sting to. You can tell the sun in his jealous sky when we walked in fields of gold. So she took her love for to gain. Barley in his arms, she fell. 
But I swear in the days still left We'll walk in fields of gold We'll walk in fields of gold I don't want to wake up now. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, I just uh, I, my my mother-in-law actually was the one that uh, gave me uh, a tape of Eva Cassidy and said I would like to have this on on CD and I put it on CD for her and I heard it and I'm thinking, wow, I like this. So I went to the website. She's got I I, I think it's like four records out there. I got one of them, but uh, she's got like four of them out there that uh, she died like in. I think it was like seventy-eight. I have to look for sure. But well, like uh, I said, I I kind of I kind of heard Roberta Flack singing. Yeah, I never thought about times. Roberta Flack. It, it does yeah. sound a lot like her. A little, a little bit. Yeah. 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 The same Very kind good. of inflection. That's to say, she's uh-huh. got yeah. really, really good pitch, really good inflections on, on her songs. Like I was saying, when you and I sing, it's just one flat <laughs> inflection. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We aren't even a background yeah, for no music. music no. <laughs> but let's let's talk about that. Are you? Uh, I'm a background to a music. You 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 had a few little uh, brushes with greatness when you were with the, <laughs> the Wolfman. Right? <sighs> Let me see if I can reach this. I had the Wolfman, baby. Yeah. He actually have room to back up in my chair here. You just don't back up too far. Yeah. You back up too far, they're going to pump air into you. Yeah. Okay, now Wolfman Jack. <laughs> I, have to, uh, I have a hard time getting used to this yeah, with the that's, monitor. That's when he's down in uh, was it New Mexico or down in uh, there somewhere on that radio show he did yeah, down was, there in the border. That was one that they took the took, kind of took the American graffiti uh, thing from, wasn't it? it? Was kind of that 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 Wolfman Jack era. Yeah. But it's got uh, 29 different things on here, and a lot of them are, are songs that he introduces, but he also has, like, uh, um, little gags that he does with the, right. the telephone and... and uh, telephone calls, yeah. So I don't know what you want to... And I else. had I had this LP, uh, exact same thing, LP, and I can't find it. I don't know what happened to it. So I happened to see this on eBay, and I said, oh, well, we're going to we're gonna pick that up. And Well, you know what you do? You just put it in and play a little bit of it. That's what you do. With well, the Wolfman, you just, you just put it in. Yeah. And play it. Okay. He's moving his camera. And uh, a little bit of trivia. Uh, I met Wolfman Jack on WKBW, 50,000 watts from Buffalo, New York, bringing you the top 40 news, weather, and sports, baby. And uh, also had the Mike Shannon show, the Night Owl show, and Wolfman Jack. Uh, Jock. Wolfman Jock. Where Jacques, is Jock? Jacques Jacques. Wolfman. Yeah. The Wolfman stopped in a couple of times and did partial shows with us uh, uh, back in the 50s. In his and, teddy. And, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we had a lot of fun. We, we had a lot of fun. I, I had a headache in my over my right eye the next morning, but 
other than that, uh, we had we had fun with the old Wolfman. He was uh, he was cool. He was a cool dude. Mr. Wolfman, now did you say that you used to do some stuff? Uh, you got involved with that, and you also got to play like in the back of different songs and stuff too. Or the Mike Shannon show, he did the Night Owl show. Mike Shannon, WKBW, Buffalo, New York, and they wrote a song. Uh, it was his theme song, the Mike Shannon show. Well, it was converted over to a song by the Rock and Rebels called Wild Weekend. And I sat in on the strumming the guitar and doing a few things on that show. So uh, it was it was released on the Swan label. And um, that was my hit to fame there, baby. <laughs> Rock and 
Tell you what, he stealed the show too. He didn't want you butting in too much. Kind of like you, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sit down and shut up. Clear Channel XCRB, Radio North America, Central Studios, Los Angeles, 1090 on your dial. making a call to your home or your place of business or to your school. Are you ready for me? Do we have a connection? Go ahead, man. Hello? Uh, are you looking for Drew Hoffman? Am I looking for what? Drew Hoffman. Drew Hoffman? Drew Hoffman. Am I looking for... I read your ad in the paper, sweetheart. It says you're looking for Drew Hoffman, right? Drew Hoffman. Drew Hoffman. Ta! Wrote the ad. You understand? Oh, there he goes. He's hanging on the kitchen door again by his... Give me up the door! Drew? Yeah? I'm making a phone call for you, man. Give me up the door! Oh, God, he fell on the floor. Listen, you got to help me get rid of this guy, will you, please? I don't know him. I'm getting plenty ad in the paper. Well, he's on something. I don't know what he's doing, you understand? But... I gotta get him out of my house because my my hey. wife's my wife's gonna be home pretty soon. Oh, I don't know. What am I supposed to do? Oh God! He's wait a minute. He's breaking up my furniture. Stop that, you idiot! Stop it! Stop it! Shut up! Listen. What is your name? What is your name? I'm sorry. I don't know anybody by the name of Drew. Call the police. Do something. But I I don't know him. You've got the wrong number. We didn't put any ads. Well, we don't know well, well, hold, 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 hold on a minute. Let me put him on the telephone. Come here, Drew. Oh, God, he's killing himself. Why are you doing that, you idiot? Get your head out of the pencil sharpener. Is he older, young, or what? I don't know. I, I got to make believe. Oh, God, there he goes. Now he's got my dog. You gotta help me out, lady. What's your name? Mary Hopkins. Mary! Let me... 
Don't you know Drew Hopkins? Yeah, this is your husband, bro. Let me out of here, I'm sorry I bothered you, miss. Let me out of here. XCRP 1090. All right. Wolfman, you want to play it? Wolfman Jack. Oh, no, the thing, to have something like this, is just to find some of the excerpts and some of the little things that he'd say, not necessarily all those phone calls, but yeah. some of the things he'd break in and say when the music started or in between them or something like that. That's what he was more famous for. What about that, that phone call? I mean, with, today you get in big trouble. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> he didn't do that in KBW when he, when he was out with us. When he was out with us, he would just uh, do his chatter during yeah. the record and, and say something in between and, you know, talk to you. Well, you it's know. a Bobby Day tune. He started it again. He, yeah, I know. He it did is. something and started it again. Yeah, that's what he was big for. <laughs> but he did a lot of different things. It wasn't all just that. All right. Well, I got, I've got uh, some facts here for you for, for our show, if you're ready for this. Um, Gee whiz, it's taking a lot more paper now that you're still... <laughs> <laughs> some, uh, some of the demographics here. We've got uh, still got uh, more male than female. 75, 75.9% are male. 24.1% female. Um, our largest audience is 45 to 54 and 55 to 64. Um, don't, don't let don't let the wrinkles fool you, ladies. We're still here. We're still good, you know. Yeah. Anyway, well, like my mine must be the 45 to 50. Yours are the 50 to 60, I guess. Which is pretty good because at least you're not you're not showing too high on the 85 plus. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, United States, we've got uh, over 3,300 uh, uh, viewers. In Canada, we got 441. In the United Kingdom, we got 197. Netherlands, we got 136. Germany, 131. Australia, 107. Mexico, 77. <coughs> Italy, we've got 67. Japan, we got 62. In France, we got 61. So there you go. Yeah, oppo. <laughs> So hey, at least they're, they're, we're watching watching this mostly in the United States. So um, some of the comments we got here, we've got uh, this one's for the Jerry Jeff Walker getting by uh, theme song. It says "Good friggin' song." Okay. That was from uh, uh, Oberd, nineteen eighty eight. So there we go, Oberd. <laughs> Thank you so much for that one. Good friggin' comment. Alrighty. Friggin', friggin number comment. number nine on the list. This one, I, this is the one I, I sent to you on your email because I thought it was pretty cool. Um, somebody by the name of Esquire Don, I guess, has uh, made a comment on Ronnie Hawkins and the Hawks. Uh, I need your love, and that was one that we talked about that right, did, yeah. the, did the uh, moonwalk before in 1959 before right. uh, Michael Jackson. It says, yes, Ronnie is still kicking, and yes, it was the band from Big Pink 2. What does that mean? And it says that happens to be the oh, late it, great it, it was, it, Levon it, Helm playing drums in the band. Yes, it was the, the band video. from Big Pink too. Uh, he means also. Okay, so, so that that was that was the the band from the the, the, the band the from band Big, Big Pink. Pink. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but yeah, he does. Interesting. Obviously. Yeah, very yeah. interesting. It says it happens to be the late uh, great Levon Helm playing drums in the video. I saw Ronnie and the Hawks play in uh, Ottawa. In 1962. 62, yeah. By then, the other members in the video had departed, and Robbie Robinson and the other Canadians were part of the act. Uh, Robbie Robinson, that was part of the band. That was the band. Right, yeah. And and, uh, and what does he say? Yeah, yeah I forgot. Uh, believe says, me when I tell you that they were the tightest little full tilt boogie band I ever seen. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So I guess they were Canadian then, right? Yeah, it says yeah. Cheers. That's Don. Don Norman, and he let put his name in in uh, Kingston, Ontario, Canada. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, very thank cool. you. Very, thank you very much. That was very cool because I didn't know anything about Ronnie Hawkins. I, I mean, you did. Yeah, I yeah. Didn't. I I got music, but yep. But uh, yeah, because I just, I just saw, happened to see the video and saw that he uh, he did the moonwalk. You know, because big 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 strapping guy doing the moonwalk. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. So hey, thanks a lot for that. Yeah, yeah. He uh, did some cool music. So. Uh, Don, thank you. That was that was very cool. So, but like I say, that so we were talking about that too from the the the, the right. band. Yeah. 
Because yep. a member just died in the band. I can't remember his name, the, the drummer that was in the band. He just died. And that was that what he was talking about here? I uh, think Levon, that's what got us kicked Levon off. Helm. Yeah. Yeah, Levon Helm playing drums. So, yeah, so he was the one that just passed, passed away. He's the one that sang The Weight. And... Right. Yeah. So, anyway. I, we, we very, asked, very good. Very which good. I, I thought was kind of odd because Robbie Robinson, I, I just didn't think he was that old, but he, he is. Yeah. <laughs> he was back in the 60s, back in the... You know Woodstock day, so anyway. So I'm gonna, I gotta, you want you keep, we should frame that one, put it somewhere, put it right back here. Okay. Yeah, we'll hang it in the back wall on our yeah. wall here. Thank you very much. Yeah. Reminiscing with PT and OZ, yeah. and don't forget rocking the oldies. You got start, you got to start talking about rocking the oldies. Yeah, you, you talk about it. I'm gonna set up another CD. Rocking the oldies. Uh, me and Oscar, Oscar and I, and a few other people going around playing the oldies. Uh, you'll be able to see us this summer. We haven't got a date yet, but you'll be able to see us this summer in the band shell in Montague, Michigan. And there is no charge. Uh, donations are accepted, of course. So come on Thank down you. and see us if you want to hear all the oldies. We'll take in requests. We're going to be giving away things, and you can dance, or you can sit there you and cry, or you, or, or you can sit there and read a book because uh, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to hear all the oldies, all the oldies. Okay. And we'll let you know. We'll let you know what the dates are going to be. There might be more than one of them. Okay, now, I was, I was talking about this before. Ricky Nelson album. We, we did play Garden Party off the YouTube thing. But um, some of the songs that he wrote on here, like we were reading before, or most of the songs on the Garden Party LP, uh, Let It Bring You Along, that was not written by him, but Garden Party was uh, So Long Mama, which was kind of a, I thought it was a Hank, or uh, anyway, it's a good tune. So Long Mama, he wrote that one. I Want to Be With You, that was not one that he wrote, but Are You uh, Really Real, which is one I really liked. He wrote that one, and he did uh, also I'm Talking About You, written by Chuck Berry. Uh, Nighttime Lady, which I thought was a good one, he wrote. Flower Opens Gently By, it was a kind of a rocker he wrote. Um, and uh, Palace Guard, which is one he wrote. So I don't know. I don't know which one I want to read. What, which one I want to do because I like all these songs on the CD. Well, let me hear the one that because uh, I I know how Chuck Berry did that uh, talking about you. So play that number six. Okay. So I can hear what he uh, his version of it. Okay. Uh, this. Sounds good to me.
I'd like to make a mine. Talking about you. Nobody but you. Somewhere in Hollywood. Let me hear this. This one sounds solely. I mean, like the blues. So it sounds like a oh, solely. Solely. I mean, I mean it's like uh, soul, solely. Soul it's a solely song. <laughs> it's like like bluesy. Yeah. It bluesy soul. Well, this this one I like. So long, Mama. I thought this was kind of like a Chuck Berry type tune, but a give me a background to a music. Well, anyway, here it is. This is one he wrote. You feel like this one. What do you want from me now, Mama? I picked you up when you were down. All of the time I thought you loved me. You were
right. Now that there was a little more my style. I like yeah. that a little bit better. Well, because you, you, you're used to the Chuck Berry and the way he did his thing. So. His, yeah, right. That's probably what. It Absolutely. Is. But anyway, I always liked this one. It was uh, it, it's Garden Party. It's his last his last CD, wasn't it? I mean, did he do anything else after this? I mean, he might have. He didn't get any more top. Well, see, hits. I wasn't aware of this. I mean, I know he did the Garden Party. I just. I never knew where it came from. Oh, okay. Uh, I kind of lost track of Ricky until he did Garden Party, and I wasn't into buying every CD like you said. You know, right. I didn't. I was going. I went for the songs, particular songs. And, well, see, and I you didn't... picked up. You came behind me and picked up on. Uh, boy, you hear this one from this track. You hear this one from that. Well, all the guys did that to me. Yeah. Well, see, I wasn't. I wasn't a big um, early Ricky Nelson fan. I like. I you know. I used to watch the old Ozzy and Harriet show and that kind of thing, but I didn't really. I was taking a trip out to L.A., tooling along in my Chevrolet, poking on the number and digging on the radio. Just as I crossed the Mississippi line, I heard that highway start to whine, and I knew that left rear tire was about to go. Well, the spare was flat, and I got up tight, cause there wasn't a filling station in sight, so I just limped on down the shoulder on the rim. I went as far as I could and when I stopped the car It was right in front of this little bar Kind of a redneck looking joint called the Dewdrop Inn Well I stuffed my hair up under my hat And told the bartender that I had a flat And would he be kind enough to give me change for a one Well there was one thing I was sure proud to see There wasn't a soul in the place except for him and me And he just looked disgusted and pointed toward the telephone I called up a station down the road a ways And he said he wasn't very busy today And he could have somebody there in just about ten minutes or so He said, now nah, you just stay right where you're at And I didn't bother to tell the darn fool That I sure as hell didn't have any place else to go I just ordered up a beer and sat down at the bar When some guy walked in and said Who owns this car with the peace sign and the mag wheels and four on the floor? Well, he looked at me and I damn near died And I decided that I'd just wait outside So I laid a dollar on the bar and headed for the door Just when I thought I'd get out of there with my skin These five big dudes come strolling in With this one old drunk chick and some fellow with green teeth And I was almost at the door when the biggest one Said, you tip your hat to this lady, son And when I did, all that hair fell out from underneath now the last thing I wanted was to get in a fight in Jackson, Mississippi on a Saturday night, especially when there was three of them and only one of me. But they all started laughing and I felt kind of sick and I knew I'd better think of something pretty quick, so I just reached out and kicked old Green Teeth right in the knee. Now he let out a yell that'd curl your hair, but before he could move I grabbed me a chair and said, watch him folks, cause he's a thoroughly dangerous man. Well, you may not know it, but this man's a spy. He's an undercover agent for the FBI, and he's been sent down here to infiltrate the Q Club's plan. He was still bent over holding on to his knee, but everybody else was looking and listening to me, and I laid it on thicker and heavier as I went. I said, would you believe this man has gone as far as tearing Wallace stickers off the bumpers of cars, and he voted for George McGovern for president. Well, he's a friend of them long-haired, hippie-type pickle fags. I bet you he's even got a commie flag tacked up on the wall inside of his garage. He's a snake in the grass, I tell you guys. He may look dumb, but that's just a disguise. He's a mastermind in the ways of espionage. They all started looking real suspicious at him, and he jumped up and said, Now, just wait a minute, Jim. You know he's lying. I've been living here all of my life. I'm a faithful follower of Brother John Birch, and I belong to the Antioch Baptist Church, and I ain't even got a garage. You can call home and ask my wife. Then he started saying something about the way I was dressed, but I didn't wait around to hear the rest. I was too busy moving and hoping I didn't run out of luck. When 
I hit the ground, I was making tracks, and they were just taking my car down off the jack, so I threw the man a 20 and jumped in and fired that mother up. Mario Andretti would have sure been proud of the way I was moving when I passed that crowd coming out the door and headed toward me in a trot. And I guess I should have gone ahead and run, but somehow I just couldn't resist the fun of chasing them all just once around the parking lot. Well, they're headed for their car, but I hit the gas and spun around and headed them off in the pass. I was slinging gravel and putting a ton of dust in the air. Well, I had them all out there stepping and fetching like their heads were on fire and their asses was catching, but I figured I'd better go ahead and split before the cops got there. When I hit the road, I was really wheeling, had gravel flying and rubber squealing, and I didn't slow down till I was almost to Arkansas. Well, I think I'm going to reroute my trip. I wonder if anybody'd think I'd flipped if I went to L.A. via Omaha. Omaha.